everyone, and welcome to my podcast, which is called Steps to the Spirit. My name is Chuck, and we're in season number two, and this is episode number nine. The title of this episode is Step Two, A Power Greater Than Myself, and this is part three. I never expected this particular step to take what probably is going to be four parts because I always thought of it as kind of a step on the way to step three. And, you know, I've been doing, (laughs) I'm 77 years old. And I know I don't sound like it. uh, And my wife says I don't act like it. But I've been doing looking at these steps now since I was 22. Well, that's 55 years. And over those 55 years, my impression of the steps and my uh, certainly my impression of me has changed drastically. Over the past few years, I've again began looking at the steps as what they are to me, at least I believe they are as a gift from God, and as a spiritual, the way to a spiritual way of life. So since I've been doing that, the steps haven't really changed for me that much, but some parts of them have taken on a new significance, a new importance that I just really didn't realize was there before. And it's not the steps that have changed, of course, it's me, one of those kind of things I like to hear about from people who say, um, I'm further away from God than I used to be. And of course, the question would be, well, if you're further away from God, who moved? So I kind of felt over the years and from time to time that, wow, now I've really got it all together. Now I understand it all. I understand the world. I understand life and death. And I got no more problems. Well, that couldn't be further from the truth. Every day it seems like I'm learning more. So when I looked at this second step, as I said before, I thought that the first three steps were kind of, I always kind of bundled them together. and But now the second step has become so much more valuable and so much more meaningful to me since I have begin, been doing this podcast. So now for this uh, third part, let me just really get into God and what God is to me. Well, as I said before, God in my early days and in my early AA was always a word on a page or uh, an idea given to me by someone else or someone else's principles that I accepted as my own. I never found the need or not just the need but I I never thought I was valuable enough to have some kind of a personal relationship with God. So now here I am in the second step. In the first step I admitted I was powerless, I'm unmanageable, my life is a shambles and now the second step I, I, I came to believe that a power greater than myself which I am saying now is God could restore me to sanity. 
So now, to me, after hearing a lot of people speak about this and a lot of people and having a sponsor in a 12-step program, I realize that I can't just read about this. I can't just go to church. Uh, I can't go to confession. I can't do these things. I can't do any physical thing and have this all taken care of. Uh, and and uh, peeking ahead at the next step, I'm going to have to make a decision to turn my will and my life over to the care of this God. So I'm thinking I better get to know who God is and what God has to do with me. So in my early days, I saw God as the supreme being up in heaven somewhere, somewhere outside of me. But now I came to the point where I thought I have to, I realize that God is in me. And actually, pardon the, the phrase, but I think uh, God is actually part of me. And I remember one time I was kind of thumbing through the New Testament. <laughs> Can you thumb through it? I don't know. But and I got to Romans, and I read something that Paul, St. Paul, wrote about Romans, about uh, his problems in, in his life. And Paul says, I, I don't understand it. I know the things that I would like to do. I know what things are the right things for me to do. But, <laughs> here's the familiar part, I keep doing the wrong thing. And then he kind of says, well, it's not me that does it. It's this thing inside of me that wants to do it. And I just kind of go along with it. And he asks God, what am I to do? How can I change this? And his answer ultimately is that uh, he needs to change it by absorbing or recognizing Jesus in him or the Spirit in him that will help him to live his life according to the way he knows he should. I've constantly said that we I never have done anything in my life that was not the right thing, that I didn't know it was the right thing. I, I, I knew it, but I did it anyway because my ego is what wants to do it. And now, in the, in the place that I'm at now with God, I stay, St. Paul talked about sin. Well, okay, uh, if you, that word's okay with you, fine. But I'm looking at it more as um, ego. My physical self always wants to try to take control. And as far as I was in my addiction, my physical self, believe me, was taking control. It was just willy-nilly doing as it, as it wanted with me. But now I started to really look within to try to understand what that association is between myself and God. And I have come to believe, <laughs> those words sound familiar, I've come to believe that I am more than one thing. I am partly, of course, a human being, 
but I am partly also, I, I would separate a mind from that, and a soul, and I think the overriding principle that's not walking around is my spirit. And again, when I peeked ahead at the third step, it says, uh, made a decision to turn my will over to God. Well, that is my spirit. And what, it, what that means is that I'm going to try to look within. I'm going to try to look to my spirit self for guidance in living my life. One of the things I say now is that for every part of my life, up until I answered, my spirit has been knocking, scratching, imploring me to, hey, listen, I want to help you. And I've consistently said, no, I can do this on my own, or no, I'm really not good enough to be for God to be bothered with me. And I believe that every single person in this world that's ever lived or ever will live will always be approached somehow by their spirit, with their spirit asking them to, hey, pay attention. I have the best thing that ever happened to you right here, and all you have to do is say one word. And that word is yes. So at one point, I was at the point where I thought everything was lost. And I said, oh, God, please help me. And I was absolutely sincere, probably for the first time in my life. And I believe it was at that point that I said, yes, I want you, God, more than I want this miserable life that I've had, this insanity that I've been living with. So there you have it. What is that? That's the surrender. And, you know, we've heard the word surrender many times, and surrender sounds like a word that's like, oh man, I'm, I'm going to be a loser. No, not in this case. What I'm surrendering is nothing, really. I'm not giving up anything, as it turns out. What I'm giving up is this lifestyle of mine that was getting me nowhere, or if it was getting me anywhere, it was getting me into trouble, and just making a terrible human being of myself. So now this yes to God, this yes to my spirit, this yes to the fact that I will surrender, I'll give up these old ways and try to the best of my ability now that's key, you know, you don't have to become St. Paul or, or anybody overnight. All I had to do was become willing to make myself available to my spirit and to just ask for guidance, and my spirit continues to give it to me as long as I listen. How do I see God now? Well, during my day, I, I constantly pay attention to my spirit, or try to, and when things happen for good, I say, thank you, God. When things happen that aren't so good, I say, thank you, God, and 
because you, I'm awake. I realize that even those things didn't work the best, they worked the way they should, and I'm still your son. Do I pray? Well, not really. I do look at my day, like in the um, 10 steps and the 11 steps, to take inventory, continue to uh, take inventory, sought through prayer meditation to improve my contact with God. But nowadays I mostly try, whenever I can, or whenever I think about it, is to remember. I think we can all remember the pure spirit that we once were and that's waiting for us to help us now. I used to think my spirit was up there, or out there, or over there. I never thought of my spirit as being not only in me, but everywhere. And the only thing that I would say, remember I told you that I'd not tell you about any flashing lights or voices that I've heard or whatever, but every once in a while I'll get a physical kind of a chill when I'm thinking of my spirit and how I want to try to be closer and do what it wishes me to do. I can't tell you how to get this feeling of God for yourself. And if I could, it probably wouldn't be the right thing. Each of us has to find that place, that God within us in our own way and in our own shape and form. It, it's nothing that's, oh, look it, it always looks like this, it always looks like that. It doesn't. It always behaves like this. It doesn't. Do I have questions every once in a while about God? Sure. Every once in a while I say to myself, why is it that there is pain and suffering in the world? What happened here? And and. I no longer try to give those traits to God. I see God as love, period. That's it. And for some reason, if we, and I say sometimes, well, God created all of this. He must be responsible. But I know now that I am never going to know, as long as I'm living in this earth, the answer to why things ended up the way they did. I know God's there. I know I have free will to do either God's bidding or mine. And that's really all I need to know. So that's it, I think, for this episode, folks. Um, I guess what I wanted to tell you that I know is that I don't know. And I wanted to tell you that I can't tell you that you really need, I, I believe, to make this important enough in your life to do the work to do the examination, and I, I, I think you'll realize that there is a God, and God is part of you, and God wants nothing but to help you to turn to Him. Thank you for listening, and next time we'll be talking about this insane life that I have, <laughs> I have somehow I ended up with. And I certainly had reason to want to be restored to sanity and stop living the insane life that I was living. Thanks again. So long. We'll see you next time.